Hello and welcome to another preview episode of the Football Chat Room. Um, now this is preview because we are basically going to do what we did last week. Um, run through the games of the last weekend. Um, run through the games happening from today to weekend. And um, <coughs> just on the side, last uh, our last episode we had predictions, and my predictions were correct, a lot of them, and. Multiple times I called that person to give me my flowers and he has not responded. <laughs> he even he even outrightly snubbed me one time. But it's fine. It's been precious. Congratulations, Thank you. you my flowers. So I, I I I want actually no, that's the lie. I don't want actual flowers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so go to flowers. So it was, I think, for one, I think football has been very interesting this season and we are all enjoying it, right? Straight from the results in the Champions League last week, where um, uh, Tottenham lost to. Who did Tottenham play again? Swissy Milan. Yeah, lost to Swissy Milan and. PSG um, uh, <clears throat> lost to Bayern. PSG lost to Bayern. Both games well, then Dortmund beat Chelsea. Yes. Yeah, basically, the Dortmund beat Chelsea one nil. PSG lost one nil. Um, um, Tottenham lost one nil. There was another game that um, yeah, um, I think Benfica. Clubbridge, won. Clubbridge played Benfica. Yeah, Benfica. Yeah, so that that was, I think that was correct from you too. So. Yes. Of course. Well, <laughs> so we're on a roll. <laughs> yes. Um. So oh. um, precious, precious is going to handle. Is going to handle. Um. Is going to handle this episode like last week, and I'll just yeah. talk when necessary. Well, we've we've not talked about the Europa League results. Also, where uh, Man United drew Barcelona. I think that's like the most relevant result. Yes, um, that was also just just so it doesn't sound like we have United bias. That was the most viewed game in Europe last week. Um, that game ended twelve. Um, United. Okay, Barca scored first. Um, was it? Um, Marcos Alonso opened the scoring. Um, that I think it was Rafinha's assist, and then um, Marcos Rashford who just cannot stop scoring scored for United. Um, uh, Casemiro. Had his attempts come off just Kunde and Ongo, you know, had were in the lead to go so on. And then Rafinha, funny story. I actually thought it was Lewandowski's goal, but yeah, um, when we saw the replays closely, Rafinha 2 2. Um, Precious, I think United should have won that game. I think United had did everything to win that game. And um, I think um, if we had been a little bit more clinical, I would have won that game. Yeah, I think I think we should have won that game. And it's very important. I think the coach keeps talking about this. He keeps talking about how we start games. You get, and it is very important because that game we started is very poorly. Right? Mm-hmm. I, I don't know if it was uh, giving the open the opposition too much respect, but with the way Barcelona played, they should have lost that game, right? Because for huge chunks of the game, they were not doing anything and. The, their attacks did not have any precision, right? So I was watching this analysis of how Barcelona plays, and that was before the first leg. I was 
from what I saw, like they literally uh, play with four midfielders, right, and a center forward and a right winger. So, in as much as they could probably squeeze you, right, hold the ball for a long time, they there's no how do you put it? There's no dynamism. Like they don't, they're not going to be trying outrageous things, and there are not a lot of players on that team that can beat their man, right, in a dribble. So it was it was pretty much like choreographed. You get nobody was doing anything that was too difficult to handle. Considering the amount of mistakes that United made in the first half. Yeah, and, exactly. And for huge parts of that game. They were when Bisaka was couldn't seem to I think he forgot how to control the ball. Right. And there was just loose passes everywhere. And I think but then the second half, and United just looked like they were going to score anytime we attacked. You get, and I think Rashford has been has been unbelievable. And the coach, I think the coach has won games for us all by himself because those tactical switches, they have gotten us so many points this season. Because if we continue playing how we were playing in the early minutes of that first half, we could have lost that game. Right? So it was like okay. Let's let's do this. Let's do that. Let's put Ashford up front in the Barcelona back line, and Barcelona had to respond to that because they had to eventually um, um, put Kunde at right back. I think was it. I think they put him at right back, and yeah, then put Araujo center back. So, well, and Rashford like was contributed to the two goals. Because the second one, he was he dribbled from the right into the box and laid the the cross that that um, I think Casemiro had a touch on that Kunde now scored like the own yeah. goal. So, so I think it, it, it's it's just like um, <laughs> it's just like Rashford suddenly became good at everything because currently he can yes. play, <laughs> he can play everywhere yes. across the front line. I literally told you, right, that in that game, I think Rashford did not shoot enough, right? Because the kind of form that he is in right now, you get, just give him the ball. Like, just give him the ball. He is so confident. He thinks he's going to beat everyone, you get. And that's very important for a striker, right, to be confident. And more importantly, the defenders are scared, right? The goalkeeper is scared. He doesn't know like if he's going to get the ball if Rashford hits the ball. You get there's just do you understand? Not when yeah. they just like this stuff that the goalkeepers do, they try to, you know, to be big so that the striker is mentally uh uh shadow. Like he can't he can't he can't really like find the corners because he can't really see the corners. I think at this point Rashford is actually big now in the eyes of the goalkeepers. And it's as if they can't seem to cover the post well enough, like for him. So I think I think he should shoot more, right? All the best strikers shoot many times. You understand? If you check yeah. the Salas, the everybody that's like very prolific, they get the ball, they have to shoot. They just have to shoot. You have to shoot. Right? If you want to be in like in the same class, based on form now. He probably is in the same class as Mbappe, right? Based on form, 
entirely, right? But if you want to be in that class consistently, right, you have to shoot, you have to be confident, and you have to shoot. Right, I so. don't think. I think. I think based on from, uh, and then I'll just talk a bit about Eric Ten Hag. I think based on from, because Rashford is better than Mbappe. I think the, the, the uh, only, yeah. I think he's the best, best player in Europe from, based on form. Yeah, I think I, I think he's best player in, um, in the European top five leagues based on form. And I think the only the only players that come close are the um, Napoli duo, um, Victor Simen, and I don't want to mother his name. <laughs> 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 yeah, and so um, just on on Eric Ten Hag before we move on, I I think um, like um, a manager can set up his team well. A manager can be a good tactician. A manager can get his team to pass the ball around as many times as many times as possible. But um, something for me that I always rate in managers is the ability to read the game. In fact, that's number one for me. You know, make impactful subs. You were talking. You were talking during the week. Um, our conversation after the Leicester game about how Ten Hag has his players, um, playing in positions not based on, um, positions that were predetermined for them, but based on their abilities. I know earlier in the season, um, we criticized Ten Hag for playing Rashford as a centre forward, but we're seeing why Ten Hag played him as a centre forward. Um, we're seeing we've seen we've seen um Ten Hag play Sancho as a ten, Vegas as a ten, Antonio as a ten. Bruno Fernandes on the right, and he's done brilliant. I that's something that catches my eye for with with Eric Ten Hag. Yeah, so I think even like having Wagons play as a ten in such a big game, right, and be able to contribute to the extent that he did, right, against people that we know that they are very good uh, players of the ball, right. We have the young that's highly coveted. I think he had a bad game, in my opinion. He was missing. He didn't control the midfield. He did not contribute defensively. It was as if it was straight to Barcelona's defense, right? And that is that is something that is scary, right? For a midfielder, for you to be missing from the game. Mm-hmm. And in my opinion, like he has games like that. He can be absolutely brilliant, and there are games where he is just missing right because he's not dominant in defending he's not dominant in attack he's just he's just in the that that area between attack and defense you get and sometimes in games nothing happens there you understand like nothing happens there if he was if he was a bushcat for example that was playing that role right if bushcat is not controlling uh the possession which it is rare that he is not in charge, right? He is defensively aware, right? His positional sense is top notch. And that yeah. is something that the young just does not have, right? He is very good when the ball is on his feet, right? But when he is off the ball, that is an entirely class, different class of player, right? And in as much as he is so highly rated, I think, I don't think his game has developed since he came to Barcelona, I don't think his game has developed. He's the same exact player that he was when he was in Ajax, right? And that is saying a lot because when you play for Barcelona, that's that's a step up, right? You're supposed to improve. There are supposed to be other aspects to your game. You understand? And in a way, like this is similar to what we've seen with United players, like over the years, 
right? You see players that are still the same dimension, right? For years at the club, you understand? It was example like for Ashford, for example, right? He was the same player for years. And who knows if he had Eten Hag earlier, right? The player that Rashford would have been at this point. You understand? Like, let me use another example. How many years have we had a player like McTominay at the club? Yes, you have the same years. exact player for how many years? So that's six years. Right? We know that for one, McTominay is good at getting into the box, right? Mm-hmm. Or around that box area. And if you check, on that Ten Hag, Ten Hag has tried him as a 10. Do you understand? This yeah. is actual steps to aid player development, right? And if there's a player in there, at least there's a chance to find that player, right? Okay, and... can we... <laughs> let's, let's preview the United versus Barcelona game at Old Trafford. And since we're already here, and then move on to other games. Remember, I won this yeah, game under just... 30 minutes. So, I think my United is going to win at home. I think... I, I even have a score think... in mind. What score do you have in mind? It's 2-0. I, I fear that Barcelona will score. If you can... Okay, 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 okay. Predicted lineup for United. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, Lissandro Martinez back at LCB. Luke Shaw at LB. Rafael Varane, of course, at RCB. Um, Diogo Dalu at right back. David De Gea in goal, of course. Um, Carlos Casemiro um, as the defensive midfielder. I would want Sabitzer to play alongside Casemiro, but I think the Hag will play Fred. So, yeah, Fred alongside Casemiro. Bruno Fernandez as the 10. Vaz Vegas as the striker. Um, Jadon Sancho as the right winger and Marcos Rashford as the left winger. I feel with this is on paper because we know the Hag likes to switch things up. Yeah, that's true. That's very true. I think it's going to be Sancho on the left, Bruno at the right, Wegos in attacking midfield, and Rashford up front. Because that game changed. No matter who Barcelona plays at centre back, they are not going to match Rashford's pace. So that threat will make it so that they don't advance enough to actually hold possession. I think Ten Hag has figured that out. I think Rashford is going to play a free lo- role in attack. Right? He's going to play a free role. Probably running in from the left, running in from the right, anywhere that there is space you get. I think he's going to pick the center for the center back he wants to run against. Right? And then he's just going to run against that person. So, I think that's what's going to happen. I think we'll win that game, but... Mm, I think we'll win that game, but a clean sheet against Barcelona. <laughs> that is... That is a bold, bold prediction. And so, just, just some other news. Um, Sergio Busquets is back in Barca squad. He's the only addition. We know that in that game, Pedro went off injured and Gavi is suspended. So, um, what's, what's your prediction? The prediction like, lineup. Yeah, yours go first. I think um, as Fati starts, mm-hmm. I think he starts. Rafi had on the right, Ronaldo in the middle, mm-hmm. uh, midfield of 
Kessie, De Jong, and Bushkev. That's 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 that mission is not so great. <laughs> but who who, who are you going to take out? And yeah, who are you going to bring they, in? I mean, and 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 then they don't have players, so it's fair. Yeah. So in defense, I think he's going to play Christensen, uh, Baudi, Baudi at left back, Christensen, um, Araujo, and Kunde at right back. I think that's the lineup. Oh, there's another. Another thing that is possible is the Giroberto coming in and Casey going out. Yes, so, yes. I, I was just about to say that. For me, um, my lineup will be, um, of course, Mark andre Testegen in goal. Um, Juskunde has right back, Ronald Araujo, Andreas Christensen. Um, starts that game for Barca. Um, Sergio Busquets, Frankie de Jong, Frank Kessie, um, Ferran Torres. Robert Lewandowski and Rafinha. So Fernando Torres and Jordi Alba is the the the, the changes on your yeah. own tradition. Yes, that's fine. That's fine. So the other games. Yes, um, some other results during the weekend. We just run through them. Um, run through the fixtures for the Champions League today, the Champions League tomorrow, the UEFA Europa and Conference Leagues. On Thursday, and um, Premier League fixtures for the weekend. So um, last weekend, Aston Villa lost to Arsenal. Arsenal won the match by four goals to two, and um, Aston Villa scored first in that game. Arsenal equalized. Aston Villa scored again, and then yeah. Arsenal ran away with the game. And there was controversy. Yes, no weekend without VAR. <laughs> so the controversy was when Jorginho struck the ball for the goal, right? Mm-hmm. There were two Arsenal players in front of Martinez, and they were both offside, and not just in front, very close to him, right? So you cannot say that they did not interfere with his line of vision. Yeah, they did. They were standing one on his left, one on his right, and it was clear that he was struggling to see the ball because. Yes. Even, was basically looking around even the from the way the goal, the goal got in the post. Yes. So how that was how that goal was allowed to stand baffles me. It is yeah, but let's move exactly. on. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it happens every weekend. Brentford drew to Crystal Palace. Uh Vitalian scored for Brentford. The very she is the open the score. Brighton lost to Fulham, 1-0. Mm. I told you, I told you Fulham was going to win this game. I told you. Yeah, my flower. Did. Yeah, take. The goal was from Manu Salomon, assisted by Carlos Vinicius. And Fulham had four, five yellow cards in that game. And Brighton had none. Fulham, Fulham, Fulham play. I don't know. They, they, they are probably the roughest team I've seen in the Premier League this season. Yeah. There is... The, I mean, there's Manchester United that had um that had like the most red cards, red cards at, at the beginning of the season, but Fulham are a different level of rough. It's like <laughs> against they play a very Chelsea, physical game. Yeah, against Chelsea, I saw I saw Japaliha do. I, for me, I think Japaliha should have had at least two yellow cards in that game, but he had one. Anyway, let's just for want of time. It's already yeah, nineteen. He always gets yellow cards. I think it's every game. 
And then he just comes back in. So, Chelsea lost against Southampton. And the goal was scored by James Hopkins. Very expected. I watched that game. And we knew it was going to be a goal. Am I still breaking? No, you're not. You're not. Okay, so what Prowse scored the only goal in that game, which was a free kick. Now, who is surprised? I just when when the free kick was given at that spot, <laughs> I just knew it was it was over. It was over. It was done. There was uh I think there was also some controversy. Whereas Kumara tried to play an overhead kick and caught, uh, what's his name, Aspliqueta, caught Aspliqueta on the kick. Yes, 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 yes. That, that was. What, what do you have to say about that? Just quickly, because I need, I need a second opinion on this. I didn't think it was a red card because when someone goes with his leg, overhead kicks are not illegal, right? Mm-hmm. So I, I, I don't really know. I, I also don't think it's a red card. Yeah, I think it's just an accident, yeah. right? But he tried to play the ball. It wasn't wasn't a tackle. It wasn't a challenge. But I think he deserves the warning because of what happened, right? So, but yeah, and he got a yellow card. So I think that's it. Uh, Everton beat Leeds United. Are Leeds getting relegated? It was a freak goal, actually, because <laughs> Meli was in his post, but he was expecting a cross. And the ball was just shot into his neck. <laughs> I it was crazy. I, he came out. He came out to probably catch a cross. If the cross mm-hmm. was going to play. And Coleman went for goal. It was crazy. <laughs> I think <laughs> I think though, I, I think Leeds will get relegated. Yeah. I, and they're getting a new former what what for coach. Yeah, um, um what's his name? What's his name? Yeah, Garcia. I, I still think they have a choice. I think Bournemouth is getting relegated. I think Bournemouth is getting relegated. Mm-hmm. I don't think they I, can avoid it. I I I wait Garcia to some extent, but let's see. Um, let's, uh, I, think Bo- I think Bournemouth is getting relegated, and it's very it's still very tight. The race is still very tight. So I think Southampton uh, get relegated as well. Mm. This might be the turning point. They just beat Chelsea. Okay. <laughs> Any team yeah, in the Premier League. The, the, the manager is gone. The current manager is gone. New manager bound. You know? Okay, seven more minutes. Let's go. Yes. Nothing to do with Man City. And it was goals from... Hmm. That yeah, was silver. That was. That, those were the most beautiful goals I saw this weekend. Both goals. Um, Nottingham Forest goal. Did you? At it was. <laughs> it was like pest. How structured the goal was. Yeah, yeah. Someone made a video. I think I didn't really watch it, but they said that Nottingham likes to go down the byline. Yes. And it's oh. it's beautiful. Oh my goodness! Because I've I've seen it multiple times actually, and it's so nice. Nottingham and Fulham. I have to mention Fulham as well. 
Yeah, Fulham, they are really, they transition very quickly. They remind me of Liverpool, actually. Because there was a point where Liverpool, they were so physical, right? They would outrun you, out-tackle you. Yes. Just squeeze the life out of the game. They press you the whole game. Yes, yes. Back in those days. Ah. (laughs) (laughs) Wolves lost to Bournemouth. And Liverpool beat Newcastle by two goals to not. And Nick Pope was sent off in that game, which coincidentally <laughs> means that he will not be playing the final <laughs> against United. That's that's never what I'm laughing. You know, we talked about this stuff. That's that's the most stupid thing I've seen, probably in the history of yeah. <laughs> He was he was very very stupid to have the, I, I have to say like why would you do that? He handled the ball like with video assistant referee. <laughs> <laughs> he basically handled the ball to take it away from Salah, <laughs> and that was so far. And Newcastle were playing very badly because that's ended up happened after the two goals. They were playing. So badly, and everybody, I think everybody was on edge in that game. And actually, they played better after the sending off than they did before the sending off. So I don't know how that makes sense, but they lost that game 2 0 to, to um, Liverpool. Nick Pope the question is on Sunday. Yes, very, very good news. But the question is are Liverpool back? No. Cody Gabbo is scoring. He's scoring goals. Yeah, two goals in two matches. Liverpool Liverpool also have a double game week. So if you're an FPL manager, this may be helpful to you. This weekend, Liverpool have a double game week. I'm definitely getting Gabbo in. So, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Please check who they are playing. Okay, uh, okay. Liverpool play United at Anfield. That's one of those fixtures. Yeah, okay. So um and just got what to score us now. Our our the players that we never buy always come back to buy for. <laughs> okay, we so, have four minutes. Yeah. On Sunday, my United beats Lister, three goes to no, saved by the gear. That's I think that's the summary of that game. First, you have to mention that because we could yes. have gone into halftime to save the two goals down. Yeah, and basically, I think I think first first half was first was basically we had David De Gea to thank Bruno Fernandes and Marcos Rashford. It was basically nonsense from us and individual brilliance from those three players that gave us the early lead. Well, not the early lead, but the lead in the first half. Yeah. So, but uh, Marcos Rashford ended that goal. With, ended the, the match with two goals. You know, Marcos Rashford is synonymous to goals right now. Can't seem to stop scoring, and I knew that we we had to win this game on time so that we could rest players. It was very very important to win this game on time, and somehow we managed to win the game by the first minute. There were no goals after then, and Wegos he is just missing chances. I don't I don't know how to help that that man. Yeah. I have things to say. Well, he's, he's contributing. He's contributing. I don't think we've been losing midfield battles. It's better that the, the battle is even and we can play on the transition than we lose the midfield battle. And 
to a big extent, that's because we have Fred and Wegos in midfield, right? Very too high energy. <laughs> I'm, I'm about to call Wegos the midfielder. <laughs> and Lister for one, they were dreadful. Like when they considered, it just went downwards from yes. there. Like it just it, it became a horror show to watch. And even with their substitutions and all that, United just looks like we are about to batter them. I think this was actually our chance to win to end the game like five zero or something. Like yeah, but. Um... We've not I really think, done that. And Lindelof was good. Has to yes, be said. It, was, it has to be said. I I think I people just wanted Vegas to score in that game. <laughs> yes, they kept giving him the ball, but good result. Controversy again was Savisa's um stamp on was it it was what fast, huh? I was it I think it was it was it was the new signing. Um what's yeah, his name? It was fast guy. now. No. The other guy, the very tall guy. Harry. Yeah, I think it was Harry Sota. But yes, I think it was a red card. Yeah, it should have been sent off. They were not talking about uh, how forceful it was. Yeah. I know, but... how... <laughs> anyway, the lock... players, that was the sending off. Lucky Man United, but that was the sending off. Yeah. It's not like I, was, I would admit that to my bro, though. Oh, admit that to any Chelsea fan, but that should have been a standing up. And Tottenham won West Ham, so yeah, we'll just leave it there. They won the game 2 0. Going to the games today, Napoli is playing Entrage Frankfurt. Predictions Napoli to win, although I have to mention them. Um, I think some somebody we should look at at some point is Ronda Colomani. He's doing really awesome. I mean, he's assisting and scoring. The numbers are almost even. I don't have the exact numbers now, but the numbers are almost even. You know, he's for Entrang Frankfurt. Um, two strikers on form go head to head. Victor Simen and Ronda Colomani. I think um Napoli win that game. Yeah, it's Napoli seem ir- irrepressible at the moment, so I think they will continue that run against Entrang Frankfurt. The lineup is out. Simen is starting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and. Vicha, uh, Lozano on either side, uh, Zelinski, Lobotka, and Anguissa in midfield, Matthias Oliveira, Jekim, Amir Ramani, uh, and Giovanni Di Lorenzo, the back line. I can go, uh, Entrach playing with Kevin Trapp, Suta, Yakic, Ivan, Ndika in. Fans, uh, they play uh, a kind of three-four-three. Like, Goethe is starting this match in a kind of inside left position. That's Palenstrom on the inside right. <clears throat> Golomani is starting the game. Daichi Kamada and Gibriso in holding midfield. Aurelio Buta and Philip Max. And in okay, I already mentioned who is in both. So moving on to the next game, which would. Naturally, be the big games. Yes. Liverpool plays them. So the lineups are out, and Liverpool is. Start, I think the the same the same uh, lineup as. Is it? So Arnold is playing a right back. Very interested to watch Vinicius. <laughs> <Arnold. laughs> 
Alison is playing in goal. Joe Gomez, Van Dyke, Robertson. Jordan Henderson, mm-hmm. Fabinho, and Batik in midfield. Right. Luna is in the middle with Gabbo on the left. Very interesting game to watch. Yeah, uh, very interesting. With... Yeah, Ramadi is playing with Vinicius on the left, Bezina in the middle, Rodrigo on the right, Luka Modric, Kamavinga, and Vavade in midfield. Very interesting. Yeah, very interesting. Alaba in left back. Very interesting also. Uh, Rudiga and Militao centre back. Uh, Dani Kavahal at full back. Won't re- I just want to say, what's Ramadi getting new rights back for goodness sake? Bro, they have they have Ojozola, but I don't think he's good enough. And I think they have this guy that they are buying back. I think Frank Garcia. I don't know if you've heard of him. I think that plays for another Spanish club that they get to exercise his buyback clause in the summer. Okay, good luck to them. They they need the new. There's also talk of bringing back Hakimi. Bringing him back how? Yeah, from PSG. Is he on the loan? <laughs> like buying him back now. <laughs> yeah, why cannot bully PSG with money now? It's not as if Hakimi wants to leave. Yeah, it's, it's like he probably he might he might want to go, right? And you don't know what's in his contract. You get because he always he has always openly talked about playing for Real Madrid. Because mm-hmm. he's from the I think he's from the academy, is he not? Yeah, he's from the academy. He is. Yeah, so I think at some point he, he might go back to Real Madrid. Okay. So, um, um, Jota is on the bench. Injury updates. I think he's been on the bench. I think he, he came into the last game, but he did not score. But uh, he's on the bench with Roberto Firmino. I think those are the people that are recently available for Liverpool. And Curtis Jones. So, moving yeah. on to moving Wednesday. On. Wednesday, we have Inter is playing FC Porto. Predictions. Uh, you did predict for Real Madrid Liverpool. Yeah, um, I think Liverpool win that game. I go with Real Madrid. Like, is, is my game, Spanish club. This game at Anfield. Uh, the game is at Anfield. The Anfield. Liverpool. Liverpool. Win. Liverpool win. Mm. Well, before yeah. that, Anfield was that's relevant. Anfield Liverpool is, win. Yeah, Liverpool. Liverpool win. <laughs> See, we'll see. Inter is playing FC Porto tomorrow. Leipzig is playing Man City. Uh, I go with Real Madrid to win, by the way. Hala Madrid, forever. Porto to win? Porto to win Inter. Yes. At Inter's home. Oh, I, in, at, at Inter's home. Uh, that's a bit yes. nice. I think Porto have been good. Um, It's... Uh, okay, yeah... In, in that's probably win then if it's at home. Um, what was the other fish? Okay, Man City. Leipzig, Man Leipzig is at home. Man City. I, I, I don't care where Leipzig is. Man City is Man City lost to Nottingham. And <laughs> they drew. There is, there is this, they, they drew to Nottingham. There's this news that came out. Now, there are players that are unavailable for Man City. Laporte is unavailable. John Stones is unavailable. They're not in between two months for and Kevin De Bruyne. But, yes, and Kevin De Bruyne. So you're still going with Man City win. Man City to win. <laughs> okay. Since you have gone with Man City, I have no other choice but to go with Leipzig. 
<laughs> on Thursday, United are playing Barcelona. I think United win, but I don't know if it's going to be a clean sheet. It is, I think that is too bold. But I think yeah. they are going to throw everything at us. This is Barcelona. They, they are going to try and play for their pride. So we need to really outplay them. I think we should play. I think we should play. Ah. System, but I think we should play Fred and Sabita. And then Bruno on the right, Rashford in the middle, Sancho on the left. I think that's what we should do. Did you just see Michelin mm-hmm. Casemiro? No, no, no. Casemiro in defensive midfield. Sabita and Fred, uh, Sabita and Fred in central midfield. Okay, okay. Bruno, Bruno on the right. Bruno on the right. Sancho in, on the left. And Rashford in the middle. I think we need we need very technical players in this game. Because we don't need people that will miss chances. We need people that can that can, you know, press and also put away their chances. Right. So but but that's it's probably not going to happen. I think Wegos has been very good. But he played 90 minutes. He played 90 minutes against FIFA. I think what, what I'd like to see is Vegas come on from the bench and have an impact. Yes. Yes. Probably in the second half. So. Predictions for the weekend. On Friday, Fulham plays Wolves. Predictions. Mm, Fulham to win Wolves. Mm. I go with Fulham. I just have have this actually because Wolves have really been good. Actually, I think it's a draw. Mm, yeah, they won. They won this game. That they they were even one man down. I think and they still won that game. I don't know who they yeah. played. It was against mm-hmm. Southampton. So on the start today, Alnasia <laughs> is playing Damak FC. <laughs> How do I know that? Because of Ronaldo. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm faithful to the end. Okay, bro. <laughs> so, in the Premier League, where yeah, it matters, Everton is playing Aston Villa. Not that it doesn't matter in Qatar. Not Qatar, so Saudi Arabia. But we are Qatari. We care about the Middle East. Yeah. And what they do with football. <laughs> we care a lot about the Middle East. <laughs> yes. We, we feel Middle Eastern. As, as we feel... We feel Middle Eastern and we think the Middle East is instrumental to the progress of Manchester United. Very, very instrumental. <laughs> yeah, billions are necessary. And the Glazers better sell because from what they are, I think try to go and collect that loan from that yes. investment firm. And I still put us in more debt. I don't want that. They should sell this club and be done with it. So, Premier League, ever since playing Aston Villa, I think, I think Aston Villa is going to win that game. Yeah. Uh, no disagreements from me. The battle of the the battle of the what's it called the mid block, the battle of the mid block. Everton is going to play mid block. Aston Villa is going to play mid block. <laughs> <laughs> Leeds is playing Southampton. Mm-hmm. Ah, very hard to say, but Leeds are. Southampton. Southampton, Southampton just wrong with Leeds. Southampton to win. Yeah. Lisa is playing Arsenal. Arsenal to win. Mm-hmm. Lisa don't have it. Yeah, Arsenal to win. I, I, West Ham I is playing nothing now. something else to happen, but nah, Leicester. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to be supporting Lisa, but I doubt that they can be able to achieve 
my goal. And Leicester is at home, though. So I still think we win. And Arsenal, I still think Arsenal, Arsenal how to win Leicester. From this, I, I remember Alex Sanchez scoring a hat trick against Leicester. And Arsenal really know how to win Leicester. It's like just like Barca know how to win Atletico Madrid. Yeah, West Ham is playing Nottingham. I think West Ham to win, even though Nottingham is on better form. But I think West Ham to win. West I think Nottingham win. win that game. Yeah, like I don't know why I'm saying West Ham. Like honestly, because I think West Ham lost in the weekend also. It's crazy. Yeah, I don't know what they're they lost to Tottenham. Tottenham that has been bad. Mm-hmm. So, and just, just by the way, Spurs are back in the top four. Newcastle lost, so Spurs are back in the top four. Newcastle do have a game in hand, however. Yeah. Yeah. I think Newcastle, I think their squad is still, their squad is very thin. And injuries really affect them. Do you think they will make top four, though? I, I don't think they will. I think they will be fifth. But they will have a place in Europe, definitely. Okay, think... we are we are eleven minutes behind schedule. Wow. Okay, so <laughs> Man City is playing Bournemouth. Uh, Man City to win. Crystal mm-hmm. Palace is playing Liverpool. Liverpool to win. Yes. Uh, then on Sunday, Man is playing Newcastle. Man United to come back with the trophy on their yes. head. Okay, so just. <laughs> Did I? Did I? Tottenham is playing Chelsea. Just, just, just let, let me correct something. I, I think, I think I mistook something. United don't play the Premier League this weekend, so our our next game now, not Liverpool's next game, but United's next Premier League game is against Liverpool at Anfield. Yeah, so that's the correction I would like to make. Yeah. So, um, Tottenham is playing Chelsea. Hmm. game. Ah, uh, Chelsea to win Tottenham. <laughs> I think it's going to be a draw. Nah, Chelsea's doing Tottenham. Potter knows how to draw. And I have to reiterate what I said. I think Potter is gone. There's no way back. In my opinion. I think yeah. Potter is gone. Yeah, so mm-hmm. I was I watching a little I... bit of analysis. Our pundits, the pundits of YouTube, ESPN, and etc. And they were talking about Potter getting a precision. Bro. He has not earned the preseason, and I have really supported him. But those results are horrendous, right? Only nine wins in how many games? And you have nine losses, and you've had players coming in. But nine, I don't think it's entirely his fault. Nine wins, yeah. nine losses, seven draws. Yes, I don't think it's entirely his fault, though, by the way, because I don't think he's the one that pointed out that he wanted those players, all of them, right? <laughs> and I don't think... I, I think he's pressured and that the ownership, I think they're doing too much and I don't think he was ready for all of that. But I think he's still a good coach and probably do a good job somewhere else. But at this point, I think I don't think he's going to... There's this thing that I noticed, right? I don't know if you watched Chelsea's game, right? But these guys, they were losing 1-0 and the clock was running down. And they were still playing it in defense. That's Chelsea, right? And this is exactly the same reason why I knew that Tuchel was going to go. This is how I knew, right? They don't want to win games. They're losing it and then they're still playing it in defense. You get as if they want him, to, they want him gone. 
And some analysis is saying that they don't have enough leaders in the team or whatever, but I'm just saying those players, they don't want to win those games. So they, they don't have enough they don't want to... Okay, enough leaders. Yes. I don't so, know. I mean, I, I think it's only as Pelicueta. I think it's only as Pelicueta that is very vocal. And Kulibali is on that team, but I don't think that they respect him. You get. I don't. Have you seen him saying anything? Like, and there's Thiago Silva too, but these people are not vocal, right? They don't. They lead by example. You understand? But there are a lot of young players in that squad, right? People that just came in and they need someone to be in their ear. They need someone that's going to not just show them, but someone that's going to talk to them, right? And generally, I don't think. I don't think Potter is in charge of that dressing room. I think. I think. They probably think he's that coach from Brighton. You get, and all these players are 100 million euros players, and they're that coach from Brighton. If he was foreign, they would probably not know his methods and all that, but you know, he's, he's English. They're going to be like, you know. <laughs> precious, well, precious. I really think we should conclude. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I think that I think that's all. That's that's all for now. Yeah. All so, now. thank you for listening. Fifteen minutes behind schedule, but of course, football is a trend. What can I say? Yeah. Bye bye. We're trying our best. Bye, guys. See you next week.